Hello, hi, what's up? This is Allie, and I'm from Brooklyn. Hi, guys. <laughs> it's Kadesha. And I'm Monique. And we come from Queens. So we are a bi-weekly millennial lifestyle podcast. When listening to the show, let us know that you're listening by using the WCFQ hashtag on social media. You may also use it to weigh in on the conversation. Studio is revolutionizing the way people see headphones as not just a tech device, but also an accessory. Currently, the headphone market can offer you one of two things, style or tech. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality and high-tech variations are bulky and not design-oriented. Studio wants to bridge that gap. While emphasizing their modern Scandinavian design, they also provide a product that matches the quality of even the highest-rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost. Visit studiosweden.com and use the code QUEENS15 to get 15% off any purchase. Okay, um, can I say something? Sure. So this is funny. I once one or two episodes ago, I talked about how I was doing better by putting my "Can I Say Some Things" in a notepad mm-hmm. or something like you were that. Writing it down. Yeah, and I guess that went out the window mm. because I had some in my mind and I just checked and I didn't write anything down. <laughs> so <laughs> now I actually don't Cute. really have much to say. I feel I like. Feeling for you. Um. Hmm. I will just say this then, that I was really making some plans for my life, and then I checked my email, and it seems like I will have to push back my plans because that's the way life works, that you can definitely have one thing and work towards it, and then a wrench gets thrown in, and it's not even like a bad wrench, it's just like, hey, you might want to slow your roll, like your life is not yours um, completely, (laughs) so this is just all very interesting because I was definitely ready to pull a couple triggers, and it's just like, well, good thing I didn't make any announcements about that just yet. Because things are changing, I guess. I don't know. So I guess that's my can I say something. Very dramatic. It is. It is very dramatic. <laughs> it's all dramatic. Okay. I thought Sorry. I was. I was so ready. <laughs> and that's it. Okay. So can I say something? Check you out. She did it. <laughs> on it. I'm proud of you. Super on it. <laughs> um, similar to what you just said, I just feel like I buy all these planners, and there really is no <laughs> point at this time in my life. January always starts off strong with all these just like well wishes if I'm over here just plotting and the dates all make sense. And then February first comes around with this very short month and attitude and I'm just like, <laughs> Oh Yeah. Attitude, I can't. Okay, so you're being sassy and you're gonna be sassy all twenty eight days <laughs> and I'ma just live with it and Drink a lot of whiskey and get over it <laughs> and see what happens March 1st. The January part of my planner, like, looks so good. What? It's so colorful. Organized. It's and color like coordinated. Yes. There are stickers. February. Oh, stickers. Stickers. Check you out. I need February's stickers. empty. Motivation and <laughs> legit. You know, it's, it's different for me because January sometimes is filled, but it's usually, like, whenever I get my planner. So I usually mm. get my planner, like, June, July, because I think about, like, school year. That's oh, that, I do yeah. Right. So mine is usually, like, all throughout the summer. My plan is loaded September, and then October is where it starts to kind of come down. Really? Yeah. That's fortunate. Then when, do you not pick back up until the summer? I do pick back up. I have, like, my moments. So just, like, different sporadic moments. When? Like, October's, like, a, I understand the school year, but I'm, like, October's very random to just stop kind of using your planner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't give you a date. Okay, that's that's fine. Yeah. So so you're good? I'm good. Okay, so can I say something? Go just one? It. Two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so first, I'm just very happy right now to be here because <laughs> I've been home oh, yes. for the past four days. That's a blessing. I had the flu. 
Oh no! Yeah, so I'm just so like y'all don't understand how happy I am. <laughs> you have no idea. Right I've been talking to her on the phone, and she's like, she's been like broken. That's it's been, horrible, girl. It's been so real. When I woke up this morning, I woke up no lie before four o'clock this morning, and I was just like, today's <gasps> the day. Sending text messages at like five something in the morning, responding LOL to stuff, and I'm just like, does she know we're all asleep? <laughs> I sent a tweet and then I deleted it, but I was just like, I'm so excited for today, and I put like one of those just with the little girl where she's just like yeah so excited i went to church i think i sang extra loud like it <laughs> was great. you made sure god heard you himself Hello? yeah mm-hmm. okay i was happy to feel the rain like real <laughs> wow um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i will say this okay so whenever you get sick you need two people in your life you need my mom miss mm. jackie and you need a monique <laughs> so i'm gonna tell you why you need my mom my mom came to my house every single day that i was sick to bring me food she made sure to let me know that she wasn't staying long. She would drop off the food. Basically, like, dangle it in my room. Was like, okay, I got to go. I got to go. I'm not trying to catch this. Right. <laughs> Shout out to my mom, though, for making sure I was fed. Oh, my gosh. I'm Monique. nervous. I'm so nervous. Because she sent me a text message and randomly, and she was like, you're, you're like, you're black excellence. And I was just <laughs> no, like. No, that wasn't the day. That... I just told you you were a real one. Oh, no, you said something about black excellence, That too. was a different day. Oh, that's fine. I yeah. still, it's all the same to me. <laughs> so I was very happy, but I didn't know what I did. Because you were like, you weren't going to tell me. Yeah. This is it? So, yeah, this is it. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I did. So, as soon as I told her I had the flu, like, I'm down for the count. I'm not going to work for the next few days. She's like, okay, boom. So, she gave me, like, a rundown of a list of things that I need to do. Mm. You got to make sure you watch. um, She's got to have it. Make sure you have your planner. Do some journaling. Do your teacher blog. Like, gave me a whole rundown. Anytime I'm sick, anytime I'm going through something, Monique is ready with a list of things that I need to do to make me feel Self-care better. Self-care things, so too. Occupy your brain. Yes. yes. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And I'll be like, make sure you, you have, like, a playlist of your favorite songs. Just run right. through it. Right. Like, you know, yeah, you got to do those type of things. But it was hard because I was in a lot of pain. So it was really hard to do the things that I wanted to do. Mm. The flu will get you. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been crazy this season. Yes. That's and I was afraid scary. watching the news. I was very afraid. Yeah, me too. I'm terrified. This is the first year where I actually decided maybe I should go and get the shot. I mean, I I'm have I'm still insurance. not doing it. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I was... I don't know who was saying this, but it was like almost is it like too late to get the flu shot at this point? Because has it changed from the first time like it went out for the season? On the Mm. news, they were saying it's not. Oh, no. Mm -mm, And it's ineffective because there's multiple strains out right now. So the shot isn't even working at this point. So mm -mm. not even worth it. So just one more thing to say, and then I promise we're going to move on. Oh, I thought we did the two already. (laughs) No. So the one more thing is this co-worker that I have, I told you about him. And... But did you tell the listeners about it? No, 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 no. I didn't tell the listeners about it. Okay. I'm going to, this story is going to evolve throughout the podcast, but I'm just going to tell one story about him today. So this man is just very bitter. Mm. So um, I was talking to him on Monday and he asked me about like Valentine's Day plans. And then he goes on to say, um, you know, I just hate happy couples. Like I hate seeing them. Like people talking about how their man is gonna take them to Aruba for the weekend for Valentine's <laughs> Day. Like, shut up already. I'm tired. And I'm just like, Who hurt you? Sir, I ain't asked for all of this. Like, you're upset. You're bothered. That's cool, but like No one cares. Right. Like I actually like to see happy couples. Like it's something in my heart gets warm. I'm sorry that you but he was <clears throat> going in that's not the first time like Mm-mm. one time we were talking to another co-worker and she was talking about her vacation home in florida he took eh, you have a vacation home <laughs> eh, we do day date every friday and i was like oh <laughs> this man is scarred <laughs> so yeah that's my can i say something oh boy <laughs> nice jeez so ali we oh this is ali is the voice that you hear yes right? we met ali uh a little Last over year. over a year ago okay. 
um, when we did a double recording with the Play Cousins podcast, mm-hmm. and we were all on their episode. Um, Wasn't it around this time? No, no it was, it was um, October. Right. It was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh, it we were just talking about relationships. Right. It was cup just... season time. Ah. Remember? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Allie, we would like to give you this opportunity to tell our listeners, though, a little bit about yourself. Oh, about me. Little old me. <laughs> well, I am born and raised Flatbush, Brooklyn. Proudly from the shithole country that our 45th president likes to call Haiti. Um, I call myself, what, a digital entrepreneur. I just recently started teaching this this year. So I am currently a high school computer science teacher. Oh, wow. um, And coach, coach of step team. But my pride and joy is my baby, BrooklynButter.com, a digital lifestyle magazine for millennials, entrepreneurs, creatives, just dope human beings who deserve some limelight, some shine. And the focus is going a lot more interview-based, which is why Brooklyn Butter has been kind of in the dark for the last couple of months. So we could definitely dig into that. But yeah, me in a nutshell, just a writer with a passion for people who are dope and Helping the next wave of dope humans find their way through this treacherous country. No, <laughs> say that. Okay. All right. So um, this show is going to be broken up into two segments. Okay. First part is going to be an interview, so it's all about you and Brooklyn Butter. Oh. And then the second part is going to be a question game that we just we just love to do every time we have guests. All right. Okay. okay. So how did you derive the name Brooklyn Butter? Hmm. Okay. So. Brooklyn Butter has had many names. It's gone through too many names from the inception that I had of it in college up until its launching point about to be three years ago in October. I decided to make it, uh, I decided to bring Brooklyn into it, not just because I'm a, I'm a proud Brooklynite and okay. I feel like this is the only borough that matters, even though I will say that. <laughs> I was about to say, because you know how Brooklyn people do. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> but because I was noticing once I got back from college that Brooklyn was really this epicenter, this hub of just creativity that I would I was working at a bar and I would meet people from Texas I would meet people from Alabama I would meet people from all over the country and they were in Brooklyn to do something to mm-hmm. make something happen and this creativity this will to let want to network and collaborate and just make something I was just like that's Brooklyn mm-hmm. but you can take that piece of Brooklyn and you can take it anywhere you can go to Houston and that's that's Brooklyn you embody that right um and the butter that's B-U-T-T-A-H, because everything's supposed to be smooth. Like, I'm from Brooklyn, so everything got to be smooth. Everything's like butter. It's like, you got to wear your butters, and you like butter. Like, it's smooth. So that's that's how the name came about. I love it. <laughs> yeah, me too. So your work is specifically not called a bla- blog. You say it's a digital, like, lifestyle magazine. Yep. Why were you so distinct, um, strategic in distinguishing it from being just a blog? Um... Because I felt at the time, so I graduated from Temple University with a dual bachelor's degree, one being magazine journalism and the other being sociology. Um, and I knew from the time I was 16, I was going to start a magazine. Okay. That was always my focus. Okay. Um, so when I realized the tide was changing from print to digital, I said, okay, I'll just create a digital magazine, something that makes you feel like it's a magazine. And I stray away from the word blog because... At the time, there was just too many negative connotations. The writing was poor. Mm. It wasn't well-researched, mm. inconsistent. Um, you open it, and the layout is poor. Like, I didn't want those stigmas attached to it. And I also felt, I won't I won't even lie, I felt very pompous. pompous. Like, 
I have a magazine journalism degree. I'm not going to call this a blog and just like diminish the four years and loans that I've accumulated. Yeah. Like, no. And Temple's expensive. Expensive. <laughs> like, I tried I, to transfer. Then I looked at the cost. I was like, I'm good. Yo. <laughs> I mean, best four years ever, but I should have mm-hmm. stayed my behind in New York. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, I mean... I think blogs are amazing. The capabilities that they've created for people who might not have the be a, be able to be afforded the opportunity to go to college. You start your blog and it can be something very personal and become a launchpad to be something bigger than you ever imagined. But I wanted to go in with this idea that this is going to be a magazine. So when I approach people, they're going to be like, oh, okay, a magazine. I'm going to take you a little bit more seriously. Right, I wanted right. that serious edge, which also put a lot of pressure on me to be more consistent, to actually have my shit together. Because if it's a blog, people would be like, oh, you know, you're just a blogger. It's a little play thing. Right. It's this, it's that, and a third. But it's not. And I look at a lot of blogs like Love Brown Sugar. I don't consider it, I don't consider that a blog. I consider that a digital magazine because it has that feel that when you open it, you can find out, you can find something new. You could try something. You could be inspired. You can want to go out and do something or meet and connect with people. And that's what magazines always meant to me. True. And the way that you're describing it, like you definitely see that when you go on your site, mm. like you have the different um, the different writers, and there's a, a wide array of topics. So yes, thank you. Yeah, that's good. Because I was really like digital lifestyle magazine. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so how did the idea for the? Well, you kind of you went there. Um, so where do you draw content from, and how do you elicit your contributors? Ooh, so content has gone on a roller coaster. So if you've been following the site, uh, the site took a little turn once I started this new career of teaching in September Mm -hmm. because naturally life happens and that that balance. Listen, Mm -hmm. (laughs) both of us were like, "Mm." yeah, that balance (laughs) is my God. And this is a career that I didn't go to school for. I'm learning on the fly. I'm also learning the content that I'm teaching. So it was like a lot all at once. And I was also at that point where I felt like Brooklyn Butter is not serving the audience anymore because I'm trying to do too much and be too much. So I've strayed away from the nugget, which was to tell really insightful stories about incredible. That's so important yeah. to just incredible say. Mm-hmm. Like, you I, know, I had to, I came to that, down to that moment where you look in the mirror and be like, you fucked up, accept <laughs> it. Uh huh. All right. So let's go back to the drawing board. Yeah. And where is your nugget? Where has it strayed away from? So to get back to the question, I was. First, allow myself to be influenced by what other websites were doing. So I would see Blavity, and I would see a lot of, like, pop culture, political opinion stuff, and I'd be like, ooh, I don't necessarily need that, but I have writers who are interested in that. So let's see if I can fold that in and make it work. Mm. And I was just lucky enough to have writers who were just like, yo, I want to write about this. And I allowed the site to be something that they could really mold as well. So... It felt more of a co- it felt more like a collaboration and less like I'm this editor-in-chief who's, like, dishing out assignments. Mm-hmm. Sure, I had a few assignments that I would give out, but for the most part, my contributing writers, and shout out to all of them, they're all out just doing amazing things right now, they would send me pitches weekly, and I would comb through those pitches, and we would go from there, and I would handle majority of the interview stuff. Okay. Um, I also partnered with a couple websites here and there, and we would share content and cross-blog cross between them, but... The content was really just a collaboration of minds being like, I think this is an interesting topic. This is what our uh, Twitter lines are all going crazy for. Let's go through this. And I was just like, all right, let's go for it. 
and then through there found different interviews and my writers were running through it were running with it so they would promote it so it was always getting that good feedback okay but i knew that i wasn't serving my core audience or what i wanted mm. this website to be so i was like i gotta take a step back and i gotta figure this out that's good in our um new year episode we echoed similar feelings mm. of like kind of getting caught up and just wanting to have guests on or wanting to have certain topics and curate certain episodes that we were like starting we felt like we were starting to stray a little bit about what our podcast is about like right. we're not a guest-based show but we like having guests we like connecting with people right. but it's like okay now we're like booking studio time all the time and we're getting away from just like our own conversation type right. of thing like that so it's also good that you pointed out that you just like had to take a, a real look and sit down like i'm doing too much mm -hmm. this isn't what i said mm -hmm. i was about mm -hmm. and Though things change, it's like, but you still want to go back to your core. Right. Through the changes. Right. right. No, I appreciate you saying that. And with that, I just think about trying to maintain, like, a certain level of relevancy. So you kind of always want to be relevant. So you mentioned, like, Blavity. So, of course, you kind of want to keep up with that. But exactly. it's just always important to just remain who you are at your core. That's good. Yeah, and realize I don't have the dollars behind my <laughs> side. Really well, they got a budget. And right. I'm out here just, like... Got my Bethago and I'm hustling. Right. <laughs> so do, real. You can't do that. Right. No. It's just it's humanly impossible. So what happens when you guys go through maybe like a drought with your topics or contents? Like how do you guys pull together? Or is it like what you're saying, the collaborative that they're always just pitching things? It's really the collaborative. So right now I don't have any writers okay. and it's really just my brain. And I have these amazing ideas, but because I've allowed myself to kind of take that step back, I'm very much so critical to those ideas. And I have an amazing friend who's also on that hustlepreneur status who runs the takeover.com robin j um and i will just talk to her and be like i can't i can't figure this out can you look at these ideas can you kind of because she knows where my head is at in regards to the website and she was just like are you sure you're also you're still not trying to do too much is there something that we could combine something that we can really put on the back burner what can we focus on right now and you need that friend because I'm looking at my content and I'm just like, I want to do this, 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 and this. And I'm an ideas girl. Like, I can funnel you a bunch of ideas. And that, that's how they love me at work. And I'm over here like, we need to do a three-on-three -three tournament for March Madness. And we, that's how we can get the boys engaged. And, just, and then I'm just like, oh, shoot. But now let's plan it. <gasps> I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I was with my writers, it was, oh, it was like emails, crazy. Just pinging back and forth, texting whatever, combing through websites or combing through news feeds, looking at what's going on in the world around us, and then also saying, we haven't done an interview in a while, and we're, so we're an interview-heavy website. Who, who, who have I been ignoring or not really paying attention to? Mm. So when in doubt, it was always just like, let me try to secure these next couple of interviews um, and make those happen, content-wise at least. Okay. Um, so I want to know a little bit about your events. Mm. I know that you host the Vision Board Brunch, mm -hmm. which... We still can't seem to make it to, like, it's always something. <laughs> yeah. And this year I was like, I'm going to definitely be there, but I had to go to Texas. But, okay, Texas. Um, yeah, I was in a wedding. It was so nice. Aww. But um, we're going to be there. I promise you we're going to be there. It's yeah. annual. It'll yeah. The, the, we just need to get on when the tickets drop. Right. Last year what happened was the, tip, the tickets just slipped right through my fingers, and I was like, <laughs> did you get through? No, I didn't give you money. Oh, my God. I missed out. But, yeah. Tell us about tell us about the brunch and tell us about some of your other events. Okay, so the brunch, um, huh? Where does it even come to mind? I just did my third brunch, I believe. Yeah, so it was my third annual brunch. I believe the first one came to mind because I was working at Therapy Wine Bar and there's there's a life coach there, Karen St. Hilaire, and 
she always hosts vision board parties. Okay. So <clears throat> I was saying, you know, I want to take my audience off of just being online. I want to meet these people and, you know, pick their brains because I want to know what it is that you want to see on the website. What better way than just has people come in, have some unlimited mimosas <laughs> so you feel comfortable talking to people, <laughs> some little light bites, and get our visions ready before the new year before the new year happens. Um, so with that mind of thinking, it was real small. It was probably like 20 people that came out. Okay. And I was even shocked. I was just like, wow, 20 people wanted to come. Like, this is crazy. But it became kind of like a therapeutic thing for me to start really thinking and being intentional with what, the way I want my year to fall um, without trying to put too much pressure as to what needed to happen that year. Okay. So with the vision board wrenches, what I try to stress now is that it is about coming in with some sort of intention, having an idea of uh, an action word, a verb that you want to really push yourself to achieve for the year, but also allowing yourself a lot of slack because I realized vision boards, when you po- put them up in your house, because I, I, this happened to me this past year, I put it up in my house and I was just like, I do not want to. <laughs> it can be stressful. I'm sick. I did two things. I probably knocked out 10% of my vision board last year. But that was because I was doing my vision board with this idea of what was supposed to happen. Mm. And not what I needed for me. Okay. So I was trying to be like everybody else rather than say, Ali Olivier, Ali Olivier wants to accomplish X, Y, and Z for these reasons. Mm-hmm. And not because I'm be- allowing myself to be influenced by whatever the next social media phenom is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I brought into this third brunch. It's, it's really a learning experience each time I do it. Um, because while I'm doing it and I'm talking to my guests, they're just like, yeah, last year this didn't work out for me. Or this, this really helped me out. And kind of gauging what what does this experience need to be because we we put so much pressure on ourselves especially at the beginning of the year and yeah. at the end of the year yeah and it's unfair and that's why I feel like that's that's a bigger dream killer than anything else that pressure that time crunch yeah. that I don't have a hashtag to put up yet for what <laughs> it's gonna happen when it's supposed to happen yeah. uh, and I learned that through talking to Nadia Lopez. Um, she loves vision boards. She has a vision book. Oh, yes. that's um the Mott principal, Hall right? Bridges. I'm like the name. The name is coming to me. She is. She's amazing. Wait, what? Amazing. She? She's a principal of Mott Hall Bridges uh, Academy. It's in oh. Brownsville, right? Yes, so Brownsville. Brownsville. Okay, she's just teacher stuff. right. She's <laughs> in freaking. She's basically like leading a movement there. Absolutely. Okay. Hashtag Brownsville brilliance. Like <laughs> taking these young black boys and girls, letting them know that you matter. You're going to go to college. And this is why you're going to go to college, because you're going to come to school and you're going to make these things happen. Okay. She is dope. But she said, you know, I put my picture to be on, like, the Forbes 30 under 30 list or whatever. I believe I believe it's that list. And she wrote herself a check and she put that on her vision board. It might not have happened that year, but it happened. Mm. Because it's not just about putting the vision on the paper. It's also about having that reminder to work towards it and know that it's not just going to happen because you pasted a few pictures on a board. Right, mm-hmm. right. Or in a book. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the case is. Yep. So that's what I've been bringing to the brunch, and it's inspiring every time I do it because I get to, I don't get to make a board while I'm there at the event, but I get to talk to people who inspire me, and that's what Brooklyn Butter really is about. Me talk, like when I get to interview people, I always even interview on a high. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this person is just so amazing. They have no idea how they just inspired me. <laughs> yeah. And people are just like, you know, thank you for the interview. And I'm just like, no, thank you, because your story is now going to be some words on an iPhone screen or a droid that might propel somebody to be like, you know what, F it, I'm a leap. Mm-hmm. Because this is so imp- this is so powerful for me that I feel empowered to go and do something. Yeah. So that's why I, I really love the Vision Board Brunch. Um, some other events, I started the Brooklyn Butter Dine Out last year. Right. 
it was a celebration of Women's History Month. This year, it won't be for it won't be for Women's History Month specifically. I want to open it up because I notice, gentlemen, that when you see something in Women's History Month, they don't suddenly they don't want to come out. Yeah, they feel excluded. And but I don't get it's it. It's a celebration of women's history. Yeah, so you whatever. Should y'all be can there. have your little diner dinner thingamajig. If y'all can do That's that. Wow. This is so cool. <laughs> listening right now. You hear that word? He's like, I'm good on the women's history. It's like corny because you should be there to celebrate us because. He's like, but what about your birthday? Isn't that a celebration? Wow. No, it's not. Because 365, we over here championing you like this. You got your birthday. You got Valentine's Day and Christmas. And you still want me to come. For us, for real. Because you're putting something together. Because at the end of it, you're hoping to receive something anyway. If we're going to be honest. Okay. Just playing devil's advocate. (laughs) But I want to use the dine out as a way to just... um, Kind of like our own awards ceremony. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Over food and sweets and drinks and <clears throat> bring some pop-up shop flair. I love pop-up shops. Okay. I love being able to see different brands come together and say, I made this in my house and it mm. worked. Nice. Um, because I feel like those pop-up shops are also a way to be inspired by other people. So definitely look out for the dine-out sometime in the spring. Mm-hmm. And then I want to do like a huge pop-up shop that's like techie and there's simulations. Kind of bring like a... New Orleans Essence Fest flair. Nice. Here know, for that. That's that's <laughs> the that's the big major goal for this year to take myself and push those events to the next to the next level. Okay. I I'm I've been playing it safe. I I stretched myself a little crazy last year with the dine out and I want to do that again because I learn everything is trial by fire and I learn Most every definitely. Time. So that's what I want. Before we move over, there's like two things I wanna say. Um First, I would say that let us know about the dine out. Like, right. seriously, For you sure. have her number. You would nah. get mine in the email. Like, send us directly so we can yeah. put it because I really do want to make that. Yeah. And with the pop up, just whatever, we would love to support you with those things. Yay! Yeah. Y'all could sell some merch. I can't. Well, I'm also I'm a visual artist, so I definitely oh. can sell. Well, that's <laughs> stuff too. <laughs> we um, must talk. <laughs> but with your brunch, you've been having guests that come like every year, and do they give you the feedback about like we were saying like what works and what doesn't yeah. work? Yeah. How, I don't know, like, how, maybe you talked about this already, or I'll just say that, I just think that it's cool, that people <laughs> keep coming, and they're like, well, this worked for me, and this, maybe this could be better, or whatever, but I, I just imagine that that has to be a good feeling. It is. I, I saw somebody, and I was just like, you were at the brunch last year, right? And she was just like, yeah, and she said it made such a difference as to how I attacked my year last year that mm. I wanted to come again mm. and do it again. I was just like, thank you so much. Hearing those words mean so so much to me. It's not It's not just about, like, having people come and, like, you know, you're paying money for this ticket. That's a valuable like, experience. I, that's the whole thing is about making a valuable experience. Right, right. And to know that I've been able to do that for that young lady and for a couple other women that were there, I was just like, forget everything else. Forget the stress of the day. Going, like, yeah. Right. I know, that I, I know that I'm on the right path to keep doing something. Mm-hmm. And it's those little, little just like, yo, you're dope, keep going. Those little small sentences is what really makes a difference in my day. Nice, nice. Something I thought about too when you talked about the vision board is like last year I did my first vision board mm-hmm. and I just put like a bunch of images on it like you said and then like was it August? Yeah, somewhere mm-hmm. in August I was just like okay, this is not working. Like <laughs> I'm really not doing what I'm supposed to do and I'm feeling guilty because of it right. but like you said you kind of have to put yourself in it and say this is what I want to happen for myself. Right. Let me tell you. Once I like reorganized my vision board the latter half of my 2017, I just went up and I was mm-hmm. so proud of all the things that I accomplished on that. And I was just like, I could continue to do this. Exactly. And not just, like you said, not just wait from for the beginning of the year and the end of the year to say, to check in with myself and say, 
all right, I'm kind of doing okay. No, right. You got to check in throughout. So that was good. Definitely. The Regent is Studio's premium on-air model with impeccable clarity in the instrumental tones and well-balanced sound. With 24 plus hours of active battery life and 20 days of standby life, the Regent is the perfect companion for you at home or on the go. It will connect to any device that has Bluetooth, but there is also an auxiliary cord if you don't want to use the wireless option. You can also personalize your Regent interchangeable caps such as white or black marble designs. The combination of high polished metal and matte surfaces embodies the vision of Scandinavian design. Visit studiosweden.com and use the code QUEENS to get 15% off any purchase. Okay, game time. Now I'm gonna have some fun. Okay, you wanna start? Yeah, sure. Okay. So this is a question game. The question game is actually broken up into two. We're gonna ask you some questions, and then the second part is gonna be some one's gotta go. Some of those. <laughs> so you can just like randomly. Well, I'm, I'm just gonna go. Okay. Yeah. So if you could know, what? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like reading this. What is? I I don't understand this question. If you could know the absolute and total truth to one question, what question would you ask? Oh, wow. Shit. <laughs> like, That's deep. If I could knew, if I could know the absolute and total truth. That is very real. <laughs> when I when I was writing, I was like, Wait, "You did this yourself?" No, no, no. Oh. I found it, but as I was putting it in, I was like, "Were you thinking yourself too?" Yeah. What's your question? Well, I didn't. I didn't come up with it <gasps> because it was hard. Yo, this is really hard. Yeah. Yeah, mine feels like it's it's kind of family oriented. Okay. Yeah. We listening? No. Oh. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a family. Okay. Um. Yeah. Hmm. I would ask my dad, um, so what's up with all my siblings? Like, straight up. (laughs) Keep it a buck. Yeah. Because (laughs) I know, even though you won't tell me, sir, uh what's up with, you know, little brothers, older sisters? I don't know them, but you know them? Mm. Or do you not know them? Like, what's up? Mm. I would want to know. I would want to know the truth of my dad's, I guess I would say my dad's side of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Of things. So I had a conversation like that with my father. <laughs> no, but it was it, it worked out. It was fine. It was just like I wanted to hear his side of like my parents split. Yeah. And it was just it it was such a a humbling experience and unfortunately he ended up passing like 6 months after that conversation. Mm. So I think definitely if you are able to have that with him like Go you could it. break ceilings, yeah. Definitely. Right. I I agree. It's a I think m- between myself and my other siblings, mm-hmm. so it's six of it's six of us in total, um, depending on who's telling the story. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're gonna it's gonna come to a point where we're gonna draw straws, and somebody more likely me because it's always me. I'm the guinea pig. Um, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, Dag, sit here. Yeah, here's wine. Let's talk. Mm. Um, and see what happens from that. Yeah, that should be real. That's gonna be very real. Yeah, okay. That be interesting. That was a very good question, Kadesha. <laughs> What is something about life that people don't appreciate as much as they should? Y'all are pulling punches. <laughs> um, now that we live in a technologically driven age, just being, just living in that moment. Literally just, it could be a picturesque day and you're, I don't know, with your best friends in Dumbo Taking pictures Park. of it. <laughs> Yeah, like you're in Brooklyn Bridge Park doing a picnic, talking about whatever, life goals, something funny. And this that moment 
doesn't have to be shared with the world. That right. moment is just yours. And yeah. Pre- like, that, I love that. I put my phone away when, I, when I'm with my friends just so I could have that moment That's with good. them. And not being distracted by everything else. That's yeah. good. I'm going to ask Keisha. Because you didn't answer the last question. We don't have to answer all the questions. Okay. But I, just because you didn't answer the last one. Um, something about life that people don't appreciate as much as they they would. They should. Um, hmm. I'm going to kind of like piggyback off of what you said. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about like the way we interact with people. Just like I feel like we don't appreciate relationships as much as, mm-hmm. as, much as we should like. Even myself, I, at the top of the year, I said that I want to be here for my friends a little bit more this year. Mm-hmm. And just, like, not just this year, like, every year, you know? Right. Just, like, I really appreciate the people in my life, and I feel like a lot of people don't appreciate people. Mm-hmm. Like, we appreciate things. We appreciate everything else but the pe- but people who are actually there for you. And just, like, me being sick this week, I had a lot of time to think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just think about the people who are just constantly there for me, and I'm like, I'm just so blessed. So, I, I think... Yeah, people, relationships. You ask the next question. That's tough. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm laughing at the questions that you have. Here. No, we can't do all of these. No, I know, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, which three people, living or dead, would you love to make dinner for? Ooh, I would love to make dinner for Kanye West. I think I on your on um, Brooklyn Butter you posted about him. You talk, Yo, you I love about him. <laughs> I love Kanye. What would you make? I'm sorry. Yeah. I just like cause <laughs> right, it's so, no because it's so interesting. It's like okay. Right, so if I'm if I'm actually preparing the meal, it would be lasagna. Okay. Because I love lasagna. Okay. And my lasagna is bomb. But if I could hoodwink my mother into making the meal, <laughs> it would be black rice with shrimp and crab pending. He's not allergic to seafood. Come on, somebody. <laughs> black rice. With, um, That's what I'm saying. I love right. it. She said black rice. I'm like, yes. can I come? And you got to have it with griot and fried green plantains with pickles on the side because culture. <laughs> yes. For the damn culture. Um, so, yay would definitely be one. Okay. Michelle Obama. Mm. But definitely be two. Um, She's down to eat whatever you, you serve. Yeah, I what? believe that. She, she is just like, girl, what we have? Yeah. You can just see it all in her face. <laughs> um, I think third would be because I love kids, Blue Ivy, just because she's oh, just so cute. And then I could have my nieces come and they can do like a tea party. Aww. And that would just be like a black excellence. Yeah. Moment. That would be great. Blue Ivy is just grown up to be everything. Oh, Yo. gosh. Every time I see her, I'm like, why is she so beautiful? Like, yeah. Girl. With so much personality. A right. lot of personality. Where she's telling oh B and Jay-Z to be like, you could just tell that she's the one in the house like, but did you die though? <laughs> like, I got behind the wheel and we were all fine. Right. That's, she de- gives me those right. vibes. Right. Most definitely. So I'm thinking of the last, do you, wait, first off, do you watch, are you watching any TV shows right now? Uh, I'm all over the place. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to waste the question. If you don't even watch TV, I'm you, like, you might, because I'm behind okay. on everything. I also Hi. am, so that's fine. <laughs> so I'll say to close this part out, what's the best piece of advice that you've received? Mm. Best piece of advice. My brother is coming to mind because he is always giving me advice. Um, older brother. Older brother. Okay. The <clears throat> eldest of the family, in theory. Um, save stack your paper ask questions later mm. that's real that is real yeah that's excellent yeah 
Because I've been thinking about my money a lot lately, too. Oh, God. <laughs> Seriously? Tax season. You know. Get them W-2s. I'm so <laughs> over the way my taxes work. Yeah, I don't like tax season. I really don't. But It's... It's so stressful for no reason. <clears throat> First of all, nobody told me that becoming an adult without children was just going to eat away at my taxes. Like, what mm-hmm. am I working for? Mm-hmm. Should have just had kids. Uh, hello? About so. five of them. Right? But I'm, I'm be good. making money. I'm good. I'm, yeah, no, I'm actually really okay. <laughs> She's actually um, very okay. Right. Because her I'm allowed to travel and get up and go. Right. But yeah, tax for tax reasons. Yeah, need some. Need a couple of them. Ridiculous. Okay. So the next thing we're doing is one's got to go. Did you get the pictures? Mm-mm. I sent them to you. <laughs> you texted them? I did. I did. Okay. Subtle but shade. Subtle no, shade. No, 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 no. This is not supposed to be shade. I'm actually, okay. this is the third episode I'm not shading Kadesha. Oh. Uh, is this the last one? Yeah. Okay. And I've been very good. I haven't even shaded you on Twitter or anything either. I'm proud of you. Thank I'm you. very proud of me. That wasn't a part of the plan. Because let me tell you something. She will <laughs> does go there she just has so. some discrepancies sometimes like she's not aware that she's making right but you don't have to some but it's okay <laughs> okay one's gotta go peanut butter crunch that's the captain crunch cereal tricks fruit loops cocoa puffs Ugh. what it sounds did like you, you want them all to go right did you really just i would keep, i would only keep the the you said fruit loops no. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fruit I would keep Fruit Loops and get rid of everything else. Really? Yeah. You, you don't like peanut butter crunch? No. I'm sorry. I also don't like peanut butter I'm crunch. Very sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm oh, doing right no. now. Yeah, I feel like I would keep the tricks and Fruit Loops because for the most part, I'm sure they taste the same at this point. Yeah, I don't. Just, like, I feel like tricks is ten times more sugary. It's possible. I think I feel like Fruit Loops is sugary. It's more. It's sugary. all possible. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm also like Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my favorite cereal. Yes. So. Yeah, I yes. get rid of everything else and just straight, I hear straight up keep that. Yep, that's crazy sugary too. Next we have, um, it never rains in Southern California. Let's chill. What what does it says? When I see you smile, when will I see you smile again? <laughs> and forever, my lady, one's gotta go. Um, um, y'all are killing me. My brain. Um. It can't be forever, my lady. No. <laughs> no, no, definitely it can't not. can't be that. I had to go to bathroom. Yeah, I figured. I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> Boris is laughing at you. I guess. When will I see you smile again? Okay, I was torn between that and it never rains in Southern California. Um, I'm going to skip to one that I know that she wouldn't know who any of these people are, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen... Or Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell can go. Yeah? Yeah. I don't do stupid funny. And he's stupid funny to me. What about Seth Rogen? He's tolerable. Okay. <laughs> That's I actually feel like everybody with Jim Carrey could go. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't really like Adam Sandler like that. Really? I don't think so. What's that? There's a movie that I have in mind that I'm picturing right now that I can't. With Adam Sandler? Recall the name, yeah. I know I see, I've seen 50 First Dates all the time. Um, mm. Not that that's, like, I don't know. It's just always on and I always watch it every time it comes on. <laughs> One of those movies that are white noise. But I'm always watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be a tie between 50 First Dates and Just Right. I watch all the time. And that's crazy. I'm a better person than that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kadesha needs to come back, but I'm just going to keep going. This is uh, TLC Songs. Ain't too proud to beg. What about your friends? Baby, 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 and hat to the back. 
Hmm. My favorite out of those four is what about your friends? Hmm. Trying to remember choruses right now. This is when I need to pop in my TLC soundtrack while I'm cleaning. Well, Kadesha's back, so she can refresh your memory. Would you mind singing the a little bit of all of the TLC songs? Yes. <laughs> Sing them all? Just a little bit so that she can refresh her memory. Um, I don't know. I just don't know the last one. So, ain't too, you don't know Ain't Too Proud of Baby? I know that one. Okay. okay. Um, what about your friends? She knows that one. Okay. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, um, baby, baby, baby. Oh. <laughs> I like all those three. Hat to the back. Hat to the back one. and go. Hat to the back. Gotta keep my pants mm. sagging real slow. Mm. No. Yeah, no, that one can go. <laughs> you know that one? <laughs> I think that's how it goes. Uh, it's fine. Well, I guess that one's going. Right. Yeah. Less appealing to me. The other three I love. Okay. So you can do these two. Do you know who all those men are? Um, We're going to try. <laughs> um, so cookies, white chocolate macadamia, toffee crunch, chocolate chip, snickerdoodle. Hmm, my favorite is chocolate chip. Same yeah. here. That's a good one. Uh, the toffee crunch. I'm not really. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm not really a fan. Mm-hmm. What is toffee? Um, it's it's almost like a caramel, but it's like yeah, hard to yeah. chew. It's, it's it's annoying. Yeah. I, I feel like that's an acquired taste. Yeah, agreed. Not acquiring it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these men, yeah, uh, Method Man, ODB, and you could do the rest. Oh. <laughs> it looks like Ghostface Killer and Beanie Siegel. Right, shut you up. <laughs> <sighs> the Cure podcast did this to me. They did oh, the same one. No, okay. they did. I know that ODB was in it. But I'm so bad at getting rid of rappers. <laughs> I'm really, really bad at it. I can't keep them. Okay. I got to keep Beanie. I got rid of Beanie the last one, the last time I did this. And all of my Philadelphia friends were really pissed at me. <laughs> so I'm going to keep him because fly eagles fly. <laughs> um, spirit. <laughs> That's the spirit that we're in. Can never get rid of ODB ever. What were the other two? I'm going to get... Ghostface and Method Man. Uh, Junior, don't kill me. I'm gonna get rid of Ghostface. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't get rid of Method Man. Yeah, no. I've been a little sad. Method Man is fine. He is so fine. I gotta keep him. Yeah. I'm sorry, Big Brother. I gotta get rid of Ghostface. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this isn't this. Come this. I uh, this was so quick. It was pretty what quick. Happened. Um, we happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't want to get kicked out again. Okay. Do you want to ask him more questions? Um, Boris is going to press us. He's going to be like the bouncer. <laughs> Boom. You see, he got he his about, shades on. He about to stand up in like two minutes. We got to <laughs> <laughs> Um, What was I going to say? Oh, you have a quote? I do. It's there. But oh. I just wanted, I don't know. Were you really going to try and ask her another question for a time? or? Um, My script closed. Okay, so the quote, <laughs> the quote is, my mission in life is not to merely survive, but to thrive, and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style, and that's by Maya Angelou. I like mm. that. Yeah, it was perfect. Perfect yeah. for Brooklyn Butter. Yes. It, exactly. I know. I did well. Thank you. Mm. That is a good one. So, Kadesha, tell your people, tell the people about uh, Kadesha's Corner. Okay, so my current Kadesha's Corner for February is that one time I went vegan. And um, what I like about the post is I don't really, at the end, I don't really say whether or not I'm still vegan. Mm-hmm. Huh. So kind of leave you guys with a cliffhanger. You but should actually cool. bring them back. Huh? And, and, and in the next episode, you should, you should update the people. Oh, 
about whether or not I am. Yeah, just like okay. what's up with veganism? Yeah, I will. Yeah. Um, I guess by the time this episode comes out, my motivation would be the whole mask off thing, which has not been written at the time of this recording. Hmm. It's it's gonna happen. It'll be out. <laughs> yeah, it'll be out. So the whole thing, it's it's actually speaks a lot to what Ali said on the episode about like taking that look at yourself, taking the mask off, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I'll see how it goes, and hopefully it's something worth reading. Most definitely it will be, but Yeah, it will be. Don't say that. Um, <laughs> no, it is. It is going to be something worth reading, but that would be what the motivation will be about. Nice. And in closing, first I want to tell you thank you for coming. Thank we you. We were plotting on having me. you since we met you. Oh, so Yeah, and then the cure had you, and we're like, oh, now we got to wait. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we waited a whole year after they had you, so... <laughs> Um, yes, thank you for coming. No doubt. Um, let our listeners know how they can find you and what to be on the lookout for. Whew, okay, so this is, I need for all of you to be my accountability partners right now. Um, March soon, Debo, and I want to drop some fire. So look out for some new interviews profiling dope, dynamic women. You might see these two lovely hosts on there. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so definitely look out for brooklynbutter.com doing a reboot. Uh, coming in March. Nice. Um, the dine out happening late spring. I'm looking at like May ish. You can follow me at Brooklyn Butter. Brooklyn spelled regular B U T T A H. And if you want my personal gram to see me with my kids looking crazy most <laughs> of the time, I do not smile. I normally do some weird faces and pictures. I don't know why. It's Allie A L L E Y O L I V I E R underscore. That's me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I'm whatever. Just, you know, interact with me. Tell me what's up. Tell me who you want to see on the website. If you know a dope human being, male or female, let me know. Yeah. Okay. And in, oh, wait, sorry. One more thing. Sorry. What's up? I wanted to say, too, like, on your site, Mm -hmm. I appreciate the fact that men have, like, their own little column. Absolutely. That's amazing. They need it. You got to see that. Yeah. 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 They don't have their own. I feel like men don't really have their own thing that doesn't just focus on like sports yeah. right or, it's true yeah. it's, it, it, it definitely or fashion right and yeah it's really always two two genres when men particularly our black men have so many more depths and layers to them yes. so brothers is definitely something that means a lot to me because i have three older brothers and they're all three very different brothers yeah and it's important that black men feel like they, there's a site for them that even though there's some you know content that might not apply like matching the right concealer to your <laughs> complexion yeah there's stuff that definitely don't always necessarily apply to women right. so it's a it's a, a space for both men and women to thrive yeah nice it is necessary and that's important to say too because yeah. it can easily like we were talking about the dine out be written off as like without well, this for like black yeah. women right. exactly so. right um, and lastly, you can connect with us on our website, WeComeFromQueens.com, as well as our social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, at WeComeFromQueens. Oh, and on Facebook, because I've been working there. Have hey. you? <laughs> have you? I have. Okay. <laughs> at WeComeFromQueens, the Queens is spelled Q-N-S. But on Facebook, we're regular WeComeFromQueens. You can send us questions you would like us to answer during an episode. You can listen. Yep. And... Oh, yeah. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes. We always love hearing from you. Bye. Bye. Later.